You're now tuned in to Journey Free Podcast, where life experiences meet conversation. I am your host, Unique Tarche, blessing you with another episode. Hey Journeys, where y'all been? It's Unique and I am back with another episode. So I wanted to come on today and have a conversation with you guys about something that has been on my heart uh, as of lately. So this past weekend, I went with my family to Jacksonville, Florida to visit my maternal side of my family. And every time we go there, I'm going to keep it real, y'all. It is always something, okay? Always some type of mess. But y'all know, every family comes with their own um, stories, their history. And when you are in a space of navigating with others, it tends to show you truly who you are, as we all are reflections of one another. So this episode, it came to me on last night. I wanted to title it something along the lines of they say don't go back to what hurt you but I say you can't heal what you don't speak and I want to talk about family ties neglect toxicity within the family and things like that so if that's something that y'all are interested in having a conversation about then definitely stay tuned Okay, y'all. So, yeah, this past weekend, we did go to Jacksonville, Florida. And like I said, when we go down there, it's always something, honey. So, we actually hadn't been since last September. That's when one of my older cousins, unfortunately, she did pass away. So, we went for a funeral. And I hate to be that person that only goes around the family when something bad happens. So, I try to make it a part of my year to not only visit my granny who lives down there, as she is aging and you just never know what may happen but also to see like my other family members and stuff like that so I just made it a thing so I got everybody together we took a flight down and one of my cousins who was actually a distant cousin as she wasn't raised by my aunt she actually came with us as well which is so so phenomenal due to the fact that unfortunately with that cousin I didn't have opportunities to grow up with her because she lived with her dad so now that we're adults we are coming into a space where we are fostering a relationship with one another so I can definitely say overall out of everything that went down uh, being able to get to know her better and for us to have like one-on-one time to go out and just have space as women to talk was just amazing and I'm so happy that she did come with us and took a chance on us you know I was raised by my mom. Um, She was pretty much a single mom for majority of my life. Uh, My father was absent from my life due to mental health and substance abuse issues. So my mom pretty much raised me. I would say that she did have help, but she was my sole provider. Uh, My sister, different people who came along throughout my lifetime also had a pivotal role in my upbringing. So whether that was aunts, my grandmother, family friends godparents whatever I do feel like I was raised by a village and I did an episode about that 
earlier on in my podcasting journey. So if y'all are interested in hearing the episode about communal support that I did, you can get a better understanding of the structure of my upbringing and how I came up uh, raised by women. My mom actually originates from Jacksonville, so that's where my maternal side lives. So we went down for the weekend. Uh, Memorial Day just passed this week. As you guys know, I hope y'all enjoyed y'all holiday. Shout out to my big sister Tia. Her birthday was on the 28th and her birthday always falls around or on Memorial Day. So happy birthday, Tia. I hope that you enjoyed your birthday and you were able to make it back safely to Richmond. So yeah, due to the fact that I was off on that Monday, I just felt like it was perfect to have like a getaway weekend. When we got there, there is like just this, um... I'm not going to lie. It's a really dark cloud over the neighborhood. Um, My family has been in that neighborhood for about three or four generations, if I'm not mistaken. I felt this energy very, very heavy last September when we went for the funeral. However, I thought that it was just because like everyone was grieving and we had just lost a family member as to why I felt like this heaviness over the area. But when I went back this time, as well it's still like there you know how people sage their house and you have to open the windows and the doors and everything I literally feel like there needs to be a community sage ritual cleansing to happen on that street and the next few blocks over I don't know much history about that area, but where my mom grew up, it's called Sweetwater. So if anybody's from Florida, Duval County, y'all will know what Sweetwater is. I don't know if it's the history of Sweetwater or is it just the fact that like my family's in that area and it's something about my family energy that's causing like this darkness is very much present. And as an empath and an intuitive person, I can pick up on that easily. So to be honest, you guys, I'm still like learning how to set boundaries, how to not take on other people's energy and how to not be a sponge and be intuitive as to what energy belongs to me and what energy does not. If you guys hear background noise, y'all know I don't live alone. So I do apologize about that. I wanted to record this a little earlier, but I just had to get myself together, honey. I had to get it together. I definitely pick up on energy when I'm there. And when I see my family like I love them so much we tend to have a good time but it's so many things that I notice uh about my family and being down there with them that just really shows how much I am set apart I made a tweet the other day and I basically said something along the lines of going to my mom's hometown and where she grew up it really shows me how privileged that I was coming up um just seeing the difference between like how I was raised and how my cousins and my family over there was raised is two totally different things don't get me wrong like we had issues and problems and we honestly didn't have it all I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth or anything like that but I can definitely see my place of privilege like when I go down to Florida compared to like being in Virginia and I'm not gonna lie I feel like it's this unspoken energy towards us like when we come down and I don't know it's like they kind of outcast us a little bit they 
accept us as we are there but there's some underlying unsubconscious energy that like we are outcasts and I know that I tend to have a alienated isolated energy about myself just in general especially now since the pandemic has happened I felt the most alienated than I ever have in my entire life and I know sometimes I do self-alienation so I don't know if that's reflected upon like the way in which I operate that's why I feel the way that it is that I do but when I talk to my cousin observing my aunt as well as observing my mom it's like we all possess that energy in some way so is it really that we are excluded from everybody or is it that they are unsubconsciously outcasting us based on where it is that we come from due to the fact that our upbringings being a little different and when I say that our upbringings are different I'm referring to geographic location the type of house that we grew up in and stuff like that like it wasn't just me and my sister who grew up differently it was also my mom and my aunt and my uncle who grew up differently my granny also grew grew up differently so I would definitely say that there's something there and I was explaining to my cousin that I don't know if they are this way towards us due to the fact that we are descendants of my granny and the fact that like my granny siblings like have this feeling towards her and I don't know if like that energy just trickles down on her children and her grandchildren but sometimes I just feel like people are put off by us and like I'm a down-to-earth person you know like I'll talk to anybody I talk to strangers on the street I love really really big I don't intentionally try to make myself odd or make myself different I just am and it's so difficult to navigate that when you want to be part of community and tribe and you know that you don't really mesh with the dynamic of that community and we question like what is it that really makes family and all of the roles that comes with that My cousin mentioned that she felt that it was funny that I referred to my mom's dad as my mama daddy. And she was asking, why is it that I don't say granddad or grandfather? And I was like, well, what makes a granddad and a grandfather? Like there was nothing in my upbringing or even now to this day that would yield me to give him that title. To me, he's just my mama daddy. And to be honest, it's how I came up in the relationship that my mom had with her dad and how I seen how she was distant from him. That's all that I knew personally was to be distant. So it wasn't until my mom was a grown up as to where she started to build that relationship. But it's been over 20 years of distance and he hasn't done any of the actions that would make me feel personally as to call him that because that isn't a role that I feel like he necessarily was actively in playing now it's a little different when I think about my uncle's dad I felt like my uncle's dad was more of a grandfather to me and I wouldn't 
mind calling him grandfather but I will also call him my uncle boo daddy (laughs) so that's probably something that I will have to look into as it relates to how it is that I connect with uh, patriarchy men in general because I do know that there is some angst as well as irritation and annoyance towards most men in my life and I'm sure that it stems from the relationship that I have with my own father due to the fact that I think that that's a really really broken relationship and he wasn't there to offer me the love and care and support that I felt as if I deserved I now see men in a certain way and I also feel like that plays a key role as to why my first choice choice is to be with a woman rather than be with a man and any man who finds like interest in me especially now after I have only been with women for the last few years um, I give them a hard time like I really be hard on these niggas and I feel like these niggas have to jump through hoops to even get a sense of my time and I just look at men these days like uh like It's probably because of the disgust that I feel towards my dad. Like, it's so much easier for me to see fault in men than to see, like, the good that they do. And even when I think about, like, my mom's husband, for example, I call him by his name. I would never, ever say, like, he's my stepdad or my stepfather or something like that. Like, that's my mom's husband or I call him by his name. I know that he's good for her, but, like, I also see, like, holes. It's so easy for me to see holes and flaws in men because I feel like men are just flawed. And that's one of the reasons as to why I activate so heavily from the feminist side because of the simple fact that like I feel as if our society should be run and led by women it just makes the most sense to me I don't feel like a man knows what he's doing without a woman's presence I feel like it's really the women who are the true leaders in this world and honestly I haven't met any man that gives me like alpha man vibes who isn't so dependent on a woman that's what my surroundings has been like that's what my upbringing has been like and so I have so much respect for women who are in their power who are leaders who are liberated who don't feel like they have to align themselves with patriarchal rules heteronormative uh, requirements and behaviors in these worlds like Women who are truly just doing their damn thing for themselves, by themselves. And if they are in a relationship, they do not relinquish their power due to the fact that they are in a relationship with the men. They don't feel like they have to dim their light to make their man feel good. They don't feel like they have to stroke their man's ego to make him feel good. I watched this show with my twin flame. It's called Blue Therapy. It comes on YouTube. And that's one of the things that really stuck out to me in this most recent episode was how men just need their egos to be stroked and I just was over here like really seriously 
Is it that important for you to feel so masculated? Do you really feel like a woman being in her power emasculates you? Why can't you not be secure within yourself and let your woman shine for who it is that she is? Because obviously it's something about that woman that attracted you to her in the first place. So do not try to change the woman to create her to be what you want her to be because you are insecure within yourself. And I see that play over so many times amongst men in my direct area how is it that I can see more alpha men how can I see more men who allows women to be in their power how can I see more men who does not need their woman to stroke their ego to make them feel better where are the secure men in this world like let me know this is like one of the prime reasons beyond like me just having a general attraction to women this is one of the reasons why I don't fuck with men no more because Because I don't know where the secure men are. Like, can the secure men in this world please stand up? Give us a break. Women, we have always been put in a position where we have to work twice as hard, go above and beyond to prove ourselves. And I feel like as a black african-american woman who grew up in the united states we always had to prove ourselves above and beyond like other nationalities and things can be so mediocre but when it comes to black women we really have to show up and be more and better and constantly prove ourselves in a space that never accepts us for the true and hard work that we do we just want to be appreciated for what it is that we do and we don't want to have to do it all why is it that family our partners our friends society feel so dependent on us but do not allow us to be in the roles that are truly meant for us anyway why is it that a lot of the high value jobs and careers are dominated by men and why is it dominated by men that's not even looking like us that's not even people of color and y'all know me like I don't believe in this whole separation thing, but I can definitely see marginalization for where it stands, y'all. Correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) That word is a little difficult for me to say, but I think y'all know what I was trying to say. Marginalization. I can definitely see marginalization for what it is in our society, and I feel like it definitely needs to be stopped. So when I see women, especially women of color, who are dominating their field, successful in their field, or even successful in their home like that makes me feel so good and so amazing like I was surrounded by so many women who honestly just put themselves on the back burner for the benefit of their husbands their sons to make men feel better about themselves by stroking their ego rather than really tapping into that man's heart and seeing his heart and listening to him and knowing what it is that he's feeling within the depths of his emotions they have catered to their surface level insecurities they have catered to their temper tantrums they have catered to their wrongdoings and their wrong behaviors and actually enabled them to be horrible people it's so sad that I feel sorry for the wives that's gonna come into our family that's gonna be with the men in my family because of the simple fact that I don't feel like the mothers in my family have really prepared these men to be good partners good husbands good fathers 
they're sucking at what it is that they are doing. Who is it going to be that's going to speak up and say, y'all are sucking at what y'all are doing and put them in their place? The black family is so focused on a woman being in her place that we totally omit and overlook these men how is it that we're going to change that I know for me personally when I have children I am going to teach my children to be in their power but I'm also going to let them realize that you are no greater than the next person because of your gender and if you don't conform or confirm to a certain gender that is okay there are not certain roles that's associated with certain genders and people we are all humans we are all people we are all human beings that goes back to the reason as to why I don't see myself having a child with an insecure man if I want to have a child I'm going to have a child with a woman who is secure in herself who has good values about herself because honestly I don't know where the alpha man is who I would want to bred a child with and raise a child with to be honest like somebody that's not going to teach my son to be a toxic masculine to be a misogynist we are not doing that okay we are not doing that for the next generation I really would love for the men who are in my family to work on themselves to seek out therapy to get it together but they are at this age where I am not confident that they have a willingness to change. At the end of the day, we can say whatever it is that we want to say to a man as a woman, but that man has to want it for himself. That man has to have a willingness to want to change and be better for himself first and then his family as a reflection of him working on himself as an individual. Y'all, it's so, so crazy to even think about, but just looking at black men and how toxic we have created them to be um it really really saddens me and I just wished and hope that it gets better with uh the generation that is now like for me for example who hasn't born a child yet I hope that I can um have an opportunity to raise a son and co-parent a son who does not grow up to be a toxic masculine misogynist uh, to grow a son who is an alpha male and who is in tune with his emotions and loves heart and knows his place as a man who does not them the light of the women in his life whether that be his mother his sister his cousins aunts grandmother his wife girlfriend his own daughters so I pray that my son learns something from me like I don't know what I'm gonna be as a parent but I hope that I create a being in this world who is going to be a beacon for change and really show that like Women matter. Women don't have to do all the work that they are important and that they are also special. So you really can't heal the things that you don't speak Oftentimes, we avoid talking about certain things from our past, our traumas, our fears, and we suppress those things within ourselves. 
it is not healthy to suppress those emotions within yourself because they turn out to be physical ailments that we don't even realize as to where they come from. I feel like one of the key reasons that I have a heart condition is because of the simple fact that I didn't always speak up and I suppressed emotions within. I also know that there's so much unforgiveness within my heart as it relates to my parents that has caused me to be ill. I know that those are things that I have to work on. So I'm saying out loud the issues and the problems that I have and taking accountability for the role that I have played in a situation and finding a way to not blame my parents for not showing up with the love, care, and support as to which I thought they should in my life and not seeing them as responsible for what they didn't do, but having acknowledgement for the things that they did do and acknowledging the fact that a lot of times our parents are unable to show up in the ways in which we would like them to show up because they do not have the capacity to do so that was such a breakthrough moment for me as it relates to the relationship with my dad knowing that my dad does not have the capacity to show up for me in the way in which that I would like him to show up for me he is not unable to do those things and so I'm going to stop expecting those things from him and as it relates to us fostering a relationship I have to read the idea of of what I thought a dad was supposed to be as a little girl. I have to let go of those things that I held on to and those hopes and wishes, me crying at night, hoping that he would come back to me and all of those things. Because it's like, you asked for all of this and the moment that he came back into my life as a grown-up, I found him to be very annoying. I found him to be very irritating. I found him to be like, oh my gosh, you are so worrisome. (laughs) But all of the times that I cry and I wanted him to be back and I wanted him to be in communication with me it's like hitting me so abundantly so obsessively and I'm just over here like wow this is too much but you have to go back to the thing that hurt you and really really tap into those emotions and dig that stuff up that's going on on the inside and like really reground and replant yourself from within to heal those things I know a lot of times we don't have the tools for our own healing so that's why mental health is so important seeking out therapy going to counseling those are tools that can actively help us also seeking out different uh, spiritual modalities that could help facilitate in your healing but the healing starts with you like you have to do it for yourself all of these tools out here are just that they are tools to help facilitate the process but you are the person that's going to heal your life and you have to wake up every single day and remind yourself that I can heal my life I can heal my life if you need more resources sources about healing your own life I suggest looking into people like Louise Hay Abraham Hicks they really do talk about healing your own life reprogramming your subconscious mind all of these things are important to get to your healing and the willingness to be able to want to do so just like I spoke about those men and how they have to be willing that applies to all of us that applies to all of us as individuals you have to have the willingness to be able to do it first no one can make you do anything that you do not want to do people can offer you suggestions and recommendations but at the end of the day it's totally up to you to make that decision as to how it is that you want to move and if you really really want to find that healing so open your mouth say the names of the people who hurt you 
open your mouth, speak on those things that really got you down and really bothers you. Speak on those things that's within yourself that you feel as if you don't care about. I don't care is a cop out. I'm gonna keep it real. I don't care is a cop out or I never thought about it is a cop out. Discover that more look into that more be an investigator investigate on those things rediscover refine retune all of those things are going to be so necessary for your evolutionary process you can be healed you can be renewed you just have to have that willingness to want to do so and a lot of times we will not have the relationships that we seek and desire because of the simple fact that we do not have that relationship with ourselves. It's so easy to point the finger at other people and blame them for the condition of our family life, the condition of our love life, and say it's all their fault as to why it is that it looks like this. It's no one's fault but your own. So y'all make sure y'all out here being accountable. Y'all make sure that you're not holding on to people in your life who don't serve you well, knowing that just because someone is close to you, just because they're in your family, you do not have to put up with their mess. Learn to separate yourself in a healthy way from toxicity. Do not immerse yourself with drama, gossip, rumors, but instead come in light, come in love, come in joy, come in peace. Be the light in your family structures, any of you guys who may be experiencing hard times with family right now, you can be the light. You can set the example. How can you set the example for positive change? How is it that you can be an example for your family? And if you feel like you've given up on your family, you don't know what to do, just let go. Don't hold on to them. Surrender them to God. Let go and let God. You can have so much peace when you let go. I know it's difficult. You love them. You want the best for them. You feel like the way in which you see their life meaning to be is how it's supposed to be. But a lot of times we have to let people go for our own peace and work on our own soul. I think there's a scripture that says you have to work on your own soul salvation. Like that's a fact. You really cannot make people do anything that they don't want to do. Somebody has to want to change to change. So let these people go who are not serving you well. If you feel like you're constantly running into a brick wall, they're not hearing you, they're not listening then don't continue to go back to that thing. Like speak it out, surrender, and let it go. So that would be my uh, key token advice as it relates to dealing with drama and toxicity within the family is to go in peace and work on your own soul salvation. Whatever is meant for that person will be for them. You can only really be accountable for yourself and set the example and be that light. Knowing that each one of us comes with our own experiences, our own pain, hurt, fears past that makes us the people that we are today if you want to change you have to change yourself first you have to be the change that you wish to seek in yourself the world others your family friends so on and so forth you have to do it for yourself first so don't become immersed in drama toxicity or anything that is self-defeating for you if it gives you a headache if it's making you sick like it does not serve you well so do not consume yourself within those things really focus on the self and your own soul salvation 
Okay, journeys. We back at it now. It's June now. <laughs> it's June now. I'm coming to y'all with the episodes. They're going to be a little more longer. Well, I don't know. Let me not say they're going to be longer. Let me not put a time frame or time stamp on like what these are really going to be. But um, this one was a juicy one. It was a long one. And I couldn't really rush through this. I really wanted to dive into it and speak on it and really get into to this conversation it's so meaty and it's so many things that I didn't even think about to speak about but I just spoke on what came to my heart so if y'all want a part two about this about the family definitely let me know by connecting with us on Instagram at journey free podcast you can also leave us a voice message on anchor if you would like to support the podcast giving back into these episodes for the gems that you receive you can do so by going Going to our anchor and hitting the support page to become a subscriber. You giving back into these episodes allows me to bring you even better content, more podcasts, and to me, that sacred energy exchange. I want to say thank you to everyone who has been tuning into these episodes. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you have been listening since the very beginning, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate y'all coming and having a conversation conversation with me don't hesitate to reach out to us our dms are always open i would love to hear y'all thoughts i hope that y'all have an amazing prosperous abundant and peaceful week go attack those goals make the life happen that you want to live you can heal your life do not doubt that y'all have the power to be whoever it is that you want to be you just have to speak it out loud and make it happen so make this week count y'all and i will be back for another episode sometime next week so make sure y'all turn y'all notifications on you have been tuned in to journey free podcast where life experiences meet conversation i am your host unique tarche and i have blessed you with another episode.